Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Doom Clock. We left off with our members of the watch starting to head towards town with Dudley still holding a broom and a torch lighting the way. Brother Dudley. His title is very important and intimidating. Brother Dudley. Is everybody in the same spot? Yeah, everyone's in the good spot on the Twitch, on the uh, overlay. Awesome. It's going to be a little bit of a walk if we have any questions for Dudley or questions amongst yourselves. But other than that, Dudley's leading the way, heading towards town. So Dudley, you've been here long? I've been a member of the cloth for, let's say, two years now? One? Two? At least one. Maybe two. You all four are just so, can I just say, four are so clean. It's so clean. It is because we were sent from God. That actually checks out quite a bit. Yes, God would not send dirty people. I'm not saying you think bad about dirty people. I'm just saying you four are very relatively clean. And uh, you are noticing that like Dudley's, Dudley's robes are just like caked in, the, the bottom half are all caked in like mud and maybe some kind of like horse or cow poop, the very edges of it. He does not smell great, just like the stables do not smell great. I'm just saying you all are very relatively clean. Okay, so here we are. We are now in Kent. So, well, if we've always been in Kent, we're now in Canterbury. Is there anybody in particular you would like to go? The bar? The cathedral? Those are the two places we've got. The bar named the bar, yes. Perhaps the cathedral would be a better place to start. Oh, yes. Surely you all have been in the cathedral, right? Canterbury Cathedral? This is our first time in Canterbury, but it is important to us that we visit the cathedral. Oh, you will be very, very impressed by the size of the cathedral. And do you know who is here in town at this very moment? Who is here? I don't know. Stephen. Stephen? The the Stephen? The Stephen. Yes, yes. The Stephen. Who is the Stephen? Stephen Langton. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He is currently drafting up maybe a little document you may have heard of that before. The Magna Carta? No? And how did you come to know of this, Brother Dudley? Oh, because he's been living in my, the cathedral where I live also. But I've been banished to the stables, so they may not enjoy seeing me because they think I've gone crazy now. Well, I assure you that crazy people do not see messengers from God. No, I agree. I agree. Come in. Come in. Tell everybody. Tell all my brothers, the fathers. Tell everybody that I am not crazy and that you all saw uh, poor Ambrose's body, too, and his toes sticking up out of the dirt. And um, maybe, maybe you could meet Stephen. Um, Brother Dudley, how, what exactly is this Magna Carta in, in your own words? What do you know about this thing? So he is, Stephen is drafting up this document that is going to be uh, sent to King John. And it is going to completely reinvent the way that we uh, abide by laws in here in England. It's going to it's going to change everything. It's going to be big things happening from this Magna Carta. Dudley, is this uh, is this King John? Are you sure he's not a prince? No, no, he he is indeed king at this time. Okay, yes, he is. In, he is now king. Yes, I, I I'm telling you, my whole memory is a little bit fuzzy now at the moment with the uh, the whole Ambrose being killed and everything. But yes, yes, this is the King John. Who's this Robin Hood you speak of? An old friend of ours. Yes, you would have loved him. Um, anyways, is King John around here? Somewhere too? Oh no, King John is not in the area. King John is currently holed up away in his castle, uh, fearing the wrath of the barons. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> Wouldn't want him to die, right? <laughs> Why would I even say that? Yeah, what? Yeah, or you? You're not trying to murder King John, are you? Absolutely not. I mean, he's kind of a bastard, but... As messengers from God... It is our mission to save lives, not to end them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just see the Old Testament. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so yes, here, here we are, take in the glory of the cathedral here. Look how, look at the size. It's pretty large, yes. Indeed. Look at the belt towers. It's pretty nice. It is pretty amazing. I mean, it's crazy that you people could build these kinds of things. I mean, us people, you know, Canterbury people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was built hundreds of years ago, but yes. It is amazement of engineering, yes. Does this thing have lifts and everything? Ele- they elevate you from floor to floor? With stairs? Yes. No, not, never mind. I've seen bigger. Bigger than the Cathedral of Canterbury. No. 
Brother Dudley. Yes. Might you direct us towards the Stephen? I'm a little bit on the outs at the moment, but I can try to get you in as far as I can. That would be greatly appreciated. It may just be the front door. That is still inside. <laughs> it is indeed inside. Let's go. Uh, so you all start to head up the long uh, staircases going up and... Dudley is not downplaying it. This is a rather large cathedral. Heading up into it, as the doors are currently already open, even on this 11 o'clock at night, maybe almost midnight, and this blood moon is still shining, but the, the door is still open, and you can still hear this like chanting coming from inside, this worship coming in from, from inside. He leads you four up the steps, and he's got his broom and his torch, and he's looking a little bit, like, weary, like, looking side to side, looking behind him, looking ahead of him. Okay, now let's see how far we can get. Let's cross the doorway here. And uh, he walks into the door, and he looks around. Let's go, okay, good. We did not get kicked out yet. Let's see. Where is Stephen? Stephen, not Stephen, not Stephen. You all are currently like in the the main room, the worship center. Like, what would be the modern day term for chapel? You start walking in, and uh, Dudley's kind of in the way, and he starts. He's like really hesitant, <laughs> like looking away, expecting to be kicked out at any moment. And he's walking past pew and pew and pew. It's all empty at the moment. There's no one really in here except for a couple priests and. Uh, up on the dais, there's a couple of priests that are like chanting still to nobody in the audience. But you also see back at the at the end of the uh, the top platform, there is like a well, you could only deduce that it's like a desk, and you do see a man. So he's not in priest robes or anything. Uh, he looks more like like a scholar, maybe. Uh, he's well dressed, but he is currently just writing away. At the desk. Okay, this is further than I thought we'd be getting. Let's um, push our luck a little bit. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here we come. Let's keep on creeping. And the the lighting in this room at the moment is they've got for as large of a uh, a god center, a a chapel (laughs) as this is, they definitely don't have enough torches or lanterns lit to to light the entire room. It, it's more like they're probably just currently winding down for the night and maybe waiting for like this person to finish writing whatever he's writing so they could all go to sleep finally. But there's there's a couple candles, a couple lanterns lit, kind of making the entire scene this really eerie light casting a lot of really long shadows across the room. And when you start to get about halfway into the room, you start to hear a really low droning sound coming from somewhere. It kind of sounds like modern times, like some either mechanical machinery or like really loud bees or something. Bees? Like a hive? Yeah, it's like a mix between that and like heavy machinery, like drills. Does not sound in place. And at that moment, all the chanting stops as everybody else seems to start to hear it also. The chanting, was that in Latin or English? Probably Latin, right? Okay. Probably uh, ecclesiastical Latin. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably? Yeah, probably. I guess I'm just trying to envision this church. It's because it's it's Canterbury Cathedral, so it's a big Gothic uh, cathedral, right? Right. Yes. It was built in 597, which is pretty wild. And then it was rebuilt between 1070 and 1077, so about 200 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Just thinking about the like the layout of a big Gothic cathedral. So, where are these people that we're looking at? Are they at the front? They are all at the front around the kind of raised platform where usually the head priest would be giving a sermon. It's uh, the chancel. Yeah, they're like behind it. It seems like they're kind of just like there to give 
this person, probably Steven, who is riding at the desk in the back, seems like they're there to kind of like just give him some ambiance. So I don't know if we want to interrupt, but did you all hear that? What was that? That droning noise? Yeah, it sounded like a swarm of insects or something. Is this place infested? Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. I did hear that droning noise prior to the first attack, though. Poor Ambrose. That's not ominous. Perhaps we might prepare ourselves. Can everybody roll me a smart check, please? I'm a smart guy do that. <laughs> one success, zero uh, strange. Okay. No success is one strange. Oh, ho, ho, ho. thank you. I got zero oh, successes yeah. and three strange, but I get the <laughs> but I get the reroll failures for okay. sports checks. Okay, yeah. And yeah, now okay, I got cool. two successes. <laughs> okay, good, I, I, good, I got good, one good. strange, so yeah. Okay, so we're at sixteen minutes on the Doom <laughs> Clock. Um but we did pass over that first Doom event, which is a lot of fun. Dudley, as he's kind of leading you for up towards the, the dais just stops dead in his tracks and he looks back at you four and then looks up at the dais again. Who are, who are you? What are we? And he starts to lower his torch and his broom and he actually drops his torch and his broom at the same time. He looks visibly like almost like hurt. He's closing his eyes real tight and he's backing up towards you four and trying to like figure out what's happening. What am I, why am I not uh, cleaning the stables? Why was I cleaning the stables? Oh, this is not good. Who are you again? Sister Grace, and you were helping us. Helping with? To avenge Ambrose. And who is Ambrose? Oh, no. Oh. The stable boy. Don't you know the stable boy? And uh, at that, the uh, the torch actually catches the broom on fire. And it's like starting a, a pretty big pretty big fire. Ooh, we're gonna burn Catsbury Cathedral. <laughs> yes, right between right between the uh, the wooden pews. Uh, uh, Ambrose, I, that does not uh, ring up ring a bell. I would like to try and stomp out that fire. I guess that would be. I mean, I guess grit. Would that be grit? Unless you want to give an argument for something else. I don't really know what that would be. I mean, that seems reasonable. (laughs) I don't know if you want me to use heart for that, Gwen. I mean, can I use heart for it? Is there a way to to justify that it's important to me (laughs) to stamp out the fire? Maybe you can convince him of it just to somehow put it out. Because if if you don't convince him, I'm going to trip him and roll him over the fire. I'm going to use him for a stop, drop, and roll. If he is not convinced. <laughs> um, can, can I do that? Can uh, I use my, my heart to convince Dudley to stomp out the fire? Let's hear what you say to Dudley to try to kind of snap him out, snap him out of it at least a little bit. He's not really an authority figure, is he? No, the exact opposite, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a skill, an ability called snap out of it. Oh, I forgot you guys have like abilities and shit. I don't know that that will actually help. He's... Is he having any fear issues? No. He, I mean, he looks like he's... Confused? It's kind of like a mix of like, yeah, it's like confused. I would probably give it, I'd probably give it to fear, maybe. Because I can, I can lower his fear status. That's probably a little bit different. Well, then, then I'm going to appeal to his, his love of God and the church and his family here. Brother Dudley, you must step out that fire that you've set. Save your friends, save your brothers. Yeah, and how many uh, hearts did you get on that roll? Two. Two? Two of them? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He seems to snap out of it at least enough to, like, realize that, like, this, we've, we've got to put this fire out and start stamping that out, even though he still does not seem to know who you four are. But he knows what fire is, and that's good to know. (laughs) Yeah. While he's stamping on that... Through one of the stained glass windows in the the back of the room, you see the whole stained glass just shatter. And in this dim light of this cathedral, it's weird because it seems like it just like the window shatters. And then you see standing there, at first on the ground, it's almost to a T how Dudley described it. It is a eight and a half foot 
two legs, two arms, but all the joints are inverted. This entire room's kind of in shadow, but this thing looks like it's like just bleak black covering its entire body. But you only get a second to see it in the correct orientation before it starts to walk up on the walls and go kind of where it's like its its feet are planted on the ceiling now and it's right above Stephen Lancaster. Link, it's not Lancaster. That is uh, Silas's last name. <laughs> it's, yes, Game Stephen Langton. Yeah. But yeah, and it's also uh, Durando's character in Roll for Weird. <laughs> uh, Stephen Langton. Yes. But that means this is the first time we get to actually go into an initiative order. Which means in Shiver, how initiative works is there's just three groups of initiative. There is fast, medium, and slow. None of you four have any damage taken, right? So you all will be in medium speed. Which is unfortunate, because this thing is fast. (laughs) This thing will be uh, first in initiative order. So we'll get right into it, and we'll have it just uh, climb through the ceiling walk up on the ceiling and then it drops to the ground and I think with it walking up along the ceiling and then dropping down it drops directly onto Steven smashes the decks into splinters and has Steven like pinned to the ground but I want to have him make any attacks at the moment I think I think all that combined will be more than enough for its initiative so now we will drop down to the medium initiative, which is all four of you. It's it's very um, loosey-goosey in this system where you four get to decide whoever wants to go first, as long as you're in the right bracket. How close are we to this thing? Because we were getting close to the front, right? Yeah, it's probably about 30 feet away from you up on the dais now. You guys you guys probably made it about halfway down the uh, the walkway in the pews before Dudley dropped that torch and started that big fire and put it out. So you're probably about 30 feet away from this this thing. Well, I hike up my uh, my my robes and I uh, pull out this crossbow. <laughs> okay. You want to take a shot? Yes, I will take a shot. Okay, so what is a what stat is a crossbow, by the way? Is that a wit, probably? Yeah. Wit, okay. So you tell me how many successes you have. So the way the combat in Shiver works is that every creature will have a CR, challenge rating, just like D&D. But their CR is also their armor class. So you have to roll that many successes to hit them. And then you just do however many damage your weapon does. Okay. All right. I have two successes. That will hit it. So what does that happen uh, what does six, that uh, six piercing. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! That seems like a lot. What, what it says? Uh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, describe what that shot looks like. I uh, hike up my robes, uh, you know, and I uh, I immediately kneel down and sight down this uh, what uh, Corsair knew all along to be a, a, a Luguru because he's from Alabama and he's heard of such things. They eat, they eat Catholics. <laughs> they do. That's what they're for. They're for they're for uh, scaring people like a like a bad bedtime story. But they eat uh, dishonest Catholics is a uh, part of like the legend. Okay. Uh, so uh, and then I sight down and I try to pop this thing uh, like right in the side because uh, I know some a crossbow has some like you know it has some impact to it. I want to get him off of Steve because he seems important. He's got this whole document thing going on, you know. Might put down a bunch of laws that England will use until you know this very day. <laughs> you know, little things. Little things. So, uh, yeah, that bolt goes right through it. I really like the way that they do combat and shiver. Again, first episode, brand new system. Want to make sure that we kind of articulate the rules as much as we can. So, one thing that enemies get are reactions, and they're kind of to you four are gonna seem random almost because it depends on what kind of attack you attack with it depends on what kind of role I make to defend against but I rolled badly and I rolled a luck which means uh, Corsair you get lucky and you fire off this shot 
it's definitely the first time it's been hit this hard and does not have any kind of reaction other than it being a little bit stunned. But the bolt does go through it and hits the, the wall opposite. Of course, um, Aaron. I, I thought we were supposed to one. kill him. Oh, hell, that slugaroo. <laughs> yeah, it's just people you don't need to kill or can't kill. Aren't supposed to kill. And this monster, in case I did not make it clear, whatever is killing the people in the past, you are for sure supposed to kill it. I'm going to pull out my uh, short sword and hold it shakily in front of me. How far is this thing away from me? About 30 feet, which you could you could make in your distance that you got. <laughs> I don't see I don't see him running across the room and attacking this devil creature. No. I do see him looking around and and trying to observe the surroundings to try to figure something out. Is there like is it like in the middle of the room? Or is there like a lot of room around this thing, or is it like a closed in area? He's up on the dais. But he is currently, like, over top of Steven, who you, you think you're supposed to be saving. There is a chandelier. Uh, there's actually, like, multiple chandeliers hanging all the way across this chapel. There is one above him, but it's also above Steven. Can I try to just use the little hook shot I brought and try to pull down the chandelier on him? Yeah, again, he's right above yeah, but Steven. there's a buffer in between, and that's a devil creature. Th- these things are probably made of, like, raw iron, like, holding candles. It's, it's it's not gonna be a good a good day for, for yeah, either no, of them. Yeah, that would be a, a bad thing. <laughs> you, I mean, you do you. <laughs> Perhaps I, I might be a little bit more helpful before that. We can go. Yeah, we can go in any order. So like, Jeremy is Theodore. You know, had this idea of what he wants to do. Danny is when if you've got something that you think like, hey, I I think this would be better to go first. It's it's fine. Like you guys can you guys can chat. You guys can uh, interject in, in each other's turn and try to work out what order you want to go in. I have this this fun little amulet that has the potential to make him move away. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm gonna look around the room and see if there's a basin of holy water. I just I I feel like if we could separate the two of them, then we could take out the monster without taking out the guy we're supposed to save. Yes, that's perfect. I'm going to walk over to the basin of holy water, and I'm going to try to lift the little basin off the thing, you know, the little gold plate. Yeah, so it's actually up by on the dais. So a couple things are happening at the same time, but uh, we do see Pappy walking up towards the the dais and towards the uh, where this creature is and where Steven is. And Pappy just lifts up the entire basin of holy water that's like front and center on the dais. Just as Gwen, Gwen, what is your, what does this do again? This is the uh, holy relic. So this is the the holy relic, and it has uh, a power and can keep dark creatures at bay. It's uh, a heart, and it looks like it does soul damage, but also has an ability called ward. And enemies targeted by the relic must make a CR one heart check. If they fail, they have to use their next move action to move their full move distance directly away from me. Gotcha. Okay, so they've got this thing. Okay, uh, so let me roll its heart. It was a zero and a zero. I don't know what would have happened if it rolled a strange. I don't. I don't know if <laughs> it would have done anything. But it did roll zero hearts, and it had a three hearts. <laughs> On its next move, it has to move its full move distance away from me. So I, I'm kind of envisioning you like holding up this amulet towards it, which means that you don't get to do the damage portion of your your item because it, it had two things you could do, right? Okay, so it's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. So instead of doing the damage, you hold it up to kind of ward it away. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be getting away from you its next turn, but not this turn though. So it's still over, Steven. Happy you got this basin of holy water. Uh, uh, what was her name? Sister Mary Clarence. Is this good? <laughs> yes. Yes, please do. I'm like, you guys could use your real names because you guys, but you all came up with random weird names. Now I cannot remember. I can't go around and say, hey, I'm Corsair. I might get shot. Uh, that means I'm a pirate. <laughs> 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 okay, so Gwen, you you nod at Pappy. 
here. You can splash it. Okay. You dump this uh, thing of holy water onto this this creature. And what you would roll for that? Probably strange, maybe? Luck? Luck? <laughs> Don't ask me, because I'm going to say luck every time. My holy relic is is a holy type weapon, and it uses heart. I think for this, it actually does make sense for it to be a strange. Because this is going to be a strange right here. I am rolling strange. Okay, then. So you can't fail and get doom clock points on this. Well, I got uh, one success and one strange. Wait, one success and one strange? Well, because it's the same. So one strange. I got a grit, a strange, and a, what is the other one? Wit in my roll. So it says one successes and one strange. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you upend this entire holy water basin on it. You weren't quite able to get far enough, splash the water far enough to actually get onto the creature because that you did not meet its CR for either grit or uh, strange. Meant to do that. It'll it'll <laughs> step in it when you push it backwards. Plan. It, it very well may. It's all part of the but plan. At the moment, it, just, it looks like Pappy just kind of like dipped over this uh, this basin of holy water. Theo, I mean, does this creature seem pretty affected by this? By the holy water, it did not get hit by the holy water at all yet. Okay, I see what you're saying. I feel like I'm not going to run over and attack this thing. Like he's just too cowardly, unless I see like a reason, like the situation has changed in some way. It does look like it. It is scared or warded by Gwyn, but it just hasn't had its its turn, its its reaction yet to flee from Gwyn. But it definitely looks like it's about to start to uh, move away. Okay, I'm gonna like look around and do I have are there any like, like where there's like the pair with the Bible and the hymn book that are like every few seats in the pews? Can I grab like a Bible? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll grab a Bible and just hold it out to a random page like a shield in front of me and be like, all right, you monster, I have the power of Jesus Christ on my side. And I have a short sword up in the air. You forgot anime. And I'm holding this Bible open and like like slowly walking towards him, not like charging or anything. Gotcha. Yeah. For flavor and theme, I will say that it doesn't seem like this thing cares about that at all. Theodore, like you're like creeping up with the open Bible at it, and uh, a Bibles in this time are probably worth fucking houses. Uh, and B, uh, this thing does not seem to give a shit about that. It seems to only care about this relic that Gwen had. But we will now go to its turn again, and uh, with its turn. It is going to... What was it, Gwen? It's going to use its entire movement to... Its entire movement to move its its full move distance away from me. Which I think the only way it can do that is by skittering up the far wall, up against the back, and going up towards the ceiling. Since you're coming down the pathway, and it's... It wouldn't have anywhere to go because the wall's back there. So it's going to skitter up the wall. It's going to be back up on the ceiling now. But that's its entire turn. It doesn't do anything other than that. So now you four can again. It does not have to be the same order that you took last time. It's just up to you four however you want to deviate your turns. Corsair, free shot. Take it. Well, I have to interact with an object to reload this thing. So, um... Again, combat and shiver is you get one action a movement which if you've got normal movement it's 30 to 40 feet it's it's very vague for movement it's not like DD. so you've got an action a movement and an interact so you can use your interact corsair all right to reload i will reload uh, apparently i brought the right tool today so um i think gwen's got the better tool in her pocket though which is probably that that dagger but uh, that means fighting a werewolf straight up. That sounds bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I will uh, slam, slam in another bolt. I'll get three successes. Whoa! There we go. Um, let me let me look up uh, crits one more time, really quick. I think you need double. Uh, so the way the critical hits work in this game is that 
A critical hit occurs when a character succeeds in a skill check, striking an enemy with two more successes than needed. So, it will not be a crit, but you will hit. So go ahead, and how much damage is that again? Is it the same flat? Six. So that is going to hit again this thing, and wow. Hits it. The arrow goes through the ceiling and pins to the opposite wall. It's not quite directly above you all, but this arrow going through, there's no like blood spatter, no blood spray, no blood dripping down from the ceiling. However, this thing did actually, luckily roll a reaction strike and that was a wit roll right yes as this thing's hit and struck it's actually going to drop down from the ceiling a good 60 feet above hit the ground the impact doesn't seem to affect it at all as soon as it hits the ground it's just going to charge and hit so this says the closest melee but I think you all are Except for Pappy and Theodore. I think it's between Corsair and Gwen. Uh, I'm picturing Pappy and Theodore were a little bit closer to, like, the dais. And Gwen and Corsair were a little bit further back. Uh, this thing for, fell a little bit further back. I'm going to roll a d2 and see it who it hits. Well, it hits the ground. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Oh, Corsair. Yeah, Corsair. You fire this shot up at it. As soon as it hits it. It, like, drops from the ceiling, slams it in the ground, some dust gets kicked up, and then it's going to slash at you with its backwards limbs and slash you for... it. That is going to be for two blunt damage. And now it's up on you and Gwen. So now, whatever you other three would like to do. So, Gwen, you're up on it. Theodore and Pappy are further behind it at the dais. Yeah, I don't think I really have any chance of actually hitting it with the dagger. (laughs) It is up on you, though. Uh, I got an idea. What's your idea, Pappy? I just book it and try to, like, grab onto its neck. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. I think what this would boil down to in terms of mechanics for a shiver, it would be to um, everybody else. Because I don't, there's not, like, a grapple. So I think instead it would be like you helping everybody else. But to do that, to grant everybody else a help, you would need to roll a grit check. Okay, I can do that. Remember, you got any luck bank? I do. So you may, okay, you may want to cash in all of those also. I'm going to use my two lucks. So you just add that to your, uh, your core scale. Okay, so instead of three, I roll five. Five. Okay, so yes. I just change this to five and then hit the button. Yep. Three successes and two hearts. Ooh. So yeah, so you, you've got enough successes so that you are able to grab onto the back of this monstrosity. You are pretty high up uh, in the air at the moment. Somebody count to eight. So Gwen and Theodore, anything you want to do will actually give you a major advantage, which means that you get to add a talent dice talent die to any, whatever role you end up coming up with to try. Yeah, I think this is the moment Theodore is waiting for the situation change that he could finally strike. And so he's going to run up from behind it now that he sees Pappy hanging off of this creature and attempt to stab it with his great, uh, to stab it with his short sword. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's a, probably grit, right? So add a, uh, add a talent die to it. Which is the small oval at the bottom. Oh, just add one? Okay. And I get two successes and two strange. You got it. You don't need to worry about the stranges. You've got it with the two successes. How much damage does your sword do? Just all of it. I think it's four. All of it. See, so like, I'm still like adjusting to like how much. I'm like adjusting like how much damage you all are gonna be doing per turn. So like when uh, Ernest did like what was it like six, six damage yeah. per shot or something, I was like, whoa, seems like a lot. You can describe that how you uh, sneak up behind it and stab it. Well, now that I, I mean, I see Pappy hanging off this thing's neck, and it's you know it was already kind of distracted as it was going after Gwen, and now that Pappy's dangling off of it, I figured 
it's not paying attention to me at all. So I just drop that Bible on the ground and just come running up and stab it right at the side of its lanky stomach. It's like flailing around, trying to look around to try to like react and make a counterattack towards you. But like with Papier on its neck, it's just, it's swimming and like does not know what to do. Gwen, what would you like to do? I want to use my amulet again, but I want to try and damage it with the amulet this time. Okay. So I'll use the talent die and... Yeah, add one to your down thigh, uh, which I think you probably still have a really good roll for. That is three successes. Three successes. Okay, how much damage does that do? That is three soul damage. So that bypasses any kind of armor or anything and pierces right to it. What does that amulet look like? It actually looks very much like what I've got. It is a shiny round circle, and inside of it, we're going to say it's it's a body part of a, a holy figure, as well as some blessed timepieces, because we're all about traveling through time. And she just grabs onto it, and it, the power sort of radiates out from her. With this thing trying to shake off Pappy, it starts to like stumble back and actually pins uh, its back up against the wall and pinning Pappy up against the wall also. It's its turn. <laughs> sounds like this loud howl and all of you will need to please make a fear check which is a strange check so whatever your strange stat is please roll that so now this is where you actually want strange Uh, so you got one so you're good you're not afraid uh, which is funny because you're like on the back of this exact and somehow with it roaring, you're still good. Gwen, it looked like you said you got zero strange. Zero strange. Which means you will have failed this fear check. So not only will we take the doom clock up by two minutes, you will also be feared now. Do you know what feared means? Yes. It means that I lose one core skill point from every skill area until the effect is broken. Yes, which is pretty bad. And then uh, Corsair and Theodore? I have two successes. Okay, you're good. You're not afraid. Not afraid at all. Theodore, you're afraid? Theodore stabs this thing and then jumps back like a whole bunch of cockroaches (laughs) just leaped at him or something because I failed. So he definitely is afraid. Okay, so we are at 20 minutes on the doom clock now, but that was this thing's turn was to do that whale. So we're back to you four. Oh, is Gwen's uh, is the dagger like visibly on Gwen somewhere? And, like it can be seen. Yeah, it's on her hip. It's very easy to grab. It's it's just oh, tucked in oh, her belt. Hell, hell, hell! Give me that. I look around. I'm frantic because uh, things look like they are going sideways. Uh, it just howled. I grab this dagger. I guess I gotta make way for uh, this uh, werewolf before it crushes Pappy on the wall. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, I think a dagger's probably grit check. I would imagine it's actually a grit or a uh, wit. wit. Oh, cool! You get to choose. Nice. I like that. I really like this system. <laughs> if you guys could tell, we made a whole show based off of this <laughs> system. <laughs> okay, I have two strange and one success, but I'm gonna call in Deus Ex Machina which is my survivor uh, skill. I can reroll any failed skill roll with plus one skill. Okay, cool. Oh, that's what we needed. Four. Four. <laughs> Four. Uh, what stat did you roll for that? Because that's actually going to be a crit. Uh, wits, because I, I couldn't have gotten four on anything else. <laughs> so that means that, let me go to the crits, because every, every kind of crit, is different. Uh, so you said wit, right? Yep. You actually get a crit. So that means your fast hands allow you to strike again. Roll another strike attack. Oh. Yeah, the the crits, um, if you crit on grit, wit, smarts, heart, luck, or strange, it's different between whatever kind of... Alright, uh, two, two successes and uh, one strange. That's gonna hit. So those both hit. So how much damage you do? You you're able to somehow wield two strikes against this thing and stab it twice. Well, so your dagger does two, and then it's uh, it's CR check against sharp damage is uh, is CR two instead of whatever it would be, and if it fails, it actually gets bleed. 
Let me look at what bleed does. I believe it just takes one damage per its turn. And the weapon is made of silver, because I, I think she picked the silver dagger, so... Yeah. Everybody roll me a smart check real quick. Don't worry. I don't think we're going to hit 30 minutes on the doom clock tonight. One success. Too strange. <laughs> okay. We're trying. <laughs> we could one hit success. it. Uh, who knows? I mean, we're at 22 minutes. We're only looking for one success. So, a couple things. Bleed. I'm pretty sure it just means that it takes that much damage per per its turn. Yeah, so it says if it fails, it gets bleed two instead of bleed one. Ooh, nice. So that means it's going to take two bleeds, so when it gets to its turn, it's going to take two more damage. But, everybody that rolled, you know, at least one smarts check, we added, we ticked up the doom clock a bit. May not hit 30 minutes tonight. We're at 22 minutes, though, so maybe we will. But, everybody that got at least one on that check you would know that, I mean, you've spent a little bit of time investigating and reading some books uh, while waiting for this hunt to happen. And this was like a true werewolf, which you don't know if you really believe in werewolves or not. Obviously, silver would do bonus damage. This thing didn't seem to react any more than just a regular dagger would have been. It didn't seem like it specifically hated it being a silver dagger. What'd you say that? Uh, who has not went this turn yet? Theodore will see Pappy dangling off of him and he's like, has his hands around his neck, right? Like near his head. And I'm going to be like, Pappy! And I'm going to, uh, with my interaction, I'm going to hand him the rat poison. Oh, yeah! Great idea! And I'm, so I'm going to reach up and be like, here! And like, hand him the rat poison and then with my actual action I'm going to try to stab this thing again with my reduced grit which is not great. Oh yeah because you're afraid. So yeah I was going to say that oh one success. Oh uh, that's not enough. Oh no. Zero strange. That is a very valid interact for you to pass the rat poison to Pappy. But yeah you you know you're still shaken from that thing's roar visibly like vibrating <laughs> from fear. But you missing means that it does not take a reaction against you, at least. And Pappy, you now have a uh, vial of rat poison? What's this? What is, what is it? Is it a cereal box of rat poison? Vial of rat poison? It's a little capsule thing. Pappy knows it. Pa- it's Pappy, Pappy's favorite rat poison. He's the one that picked it <laughs> and put it in the bag. <laughs> he knows how yeah. to use it. You ever seen those uh, belts full of grenades? <laughs> Yeah. Gets a whole belt of decon. Just... Okay, yeah, yeah. Pappy fucking hates his rats. I'm gonna try to shove this into the the rat's mouth. It's not rat, but it's furry. Go for it. Uh, roll a oh, shit. Would that be that? Is very. It's not a werewolf. It's a were rat. <sighs> That's a good question. I think it would take a lot of luck to uh, to do that. You should have me roll luck to see how lucky <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I think it would mostly be luck because, like, it's not really like strength smashing this in the mouth. Not really wit trying to get it just in the right spot. I, th- I think it really would be luck. The luck's coming back with his yeah, coming back with his fingers. Also, not get your fingers bit. <laughs> yeah, That's the lucky part. It's how lucky you can be to get this thing in the right spot. Okay, so I have a quick question because it apparently I have a talent die in this. Yeah, so it rolled yeah. a two-star white die. That's two successes. On top of the two luck that I rolled. So you got a fourth, you critted. And then one strange. Uh, so we don't have to worry about the strange. Uh, so you critted. Wow. <laughs> you critted. You critted with the rat poison. Let me pull up the crits again because it's Pappy's secret mix. <laughs> Like I said, every uh, every kind of roll has their own crit, and luck is my specialty. Oh, that means, Joe, roll your luck pool. Just your luck pool. Oh, I think we do add your uh, your talent die also. Every single luck die you're about to roll is going to be an extra damage to your attack, which is pretty cool. I like this a lot. When you say luck pool... Just click the luck button, and we'll count the talent and the core. 
the luck button. I don't see. A, I see luck underneath the, and then roll the the regular roll. And how many shamrocks did you get? That's two, two shamrocks. Okay, so that's gonna be two bonus damage. Wait, do we have a damage for this thing? I don't think we do. Do we? Well, <laughs> critical point. Okay, <laughs> critical. So this thing is about to take um, uh, plus two damage. Okay. Hey, Joe. Mm-hmm. Describe this killing blow. <laughs> okay, so holding on to this thing, Theo hands me up the poison, and I just whip it around and shove it in the mouth. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> and I just start petting it until it drops. There's foam coming out of its mouth. It worked! When you shove this, this belt poison into its mouth and it all shatters. You don't see any foam or anything coming from its mouth. You hear the breaking of glass and you hear the the liquid spilling and as it does, like you feel yourself like also dropping towards the floor and you hit the ground and the, the body kind of like splays out and then almost like acid like dissolves into the ground. Until there's no remnant of it at all. And you you all hear Benjamin in your bracelets. Hey all you all all doing okay? How's it going over there? Ah, Benjamin. I think we killed it? Copy. Do we have to say copy? Over. Is it ten four? Yeah, that's it over there on the ground. It's that bubbly oozy stuff. As you pointed at Theodore, there is no oozy stuff left. It's just like some of the uh the flooring has been eaten away, but like there's no more liquid. There's no more foam or anything. It's just like a little bit of the ground's been eaten away, but other than that, there's nothing left. We'll call that a success. We think we killed it. You already come back. You got a couple more hours, or I can just like pull you back. Should we move away from the people that see us? Yeah, probably like like go around the corner so no one sees you, and then I can bring you back. Let's do that. Oh, the Steven! The Steven! Is he alive? He is so alive. Oh, he is, uh, okay. he looks shaken, but not stirred. <laughs> Steven, don't let failure keep you down. Let, let's go, guys. Okay. <laughs> Z4, leave the cathedral, go around the corner. Then you feel that same kind of, it feels like you're, you know, being decompressed again. But this time, instead of uh, erupting into a big pile of straw and hay, you land with a thud onto the hard steel floors of the uh, the watch headquarters. Benjamin, we're going to need some padding in here. Yeah, some Pepto-Bismol. Oh, padding of Pepto yeah, would be yeah. a really good idea. Yeah, that's Add good. That that's list. good. We're learning as we go. Okay. Yeah. Remember when I asked if you'll mm. get nauseous? The question, the answer is yes. You get nauseous. Yeah, that's true. You will, I guess, based on your face. Theo. Mm. You look very green. Mm-hmm. Hey Corsair, how are you how are you doing? You look like you're pretty pretty beat up. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Everything's uh everything's awful. Yeah, it's fine. Just uh just you know, one whole werewolf. That's that that's it. You know, just Corsair's good. He's a survivor. He's not gonna give up. Well, either way, you might want to go to the med bay at least and uh just get a little bit of stitches, some medicine, some ibuprofen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, I I'm hearing from the higher ups that like things are looking pretty good. Looks like not a whole lot has changed, other than uh this the stable boy Ambrose being killed. He was supposed to die a pretty young age anyway, just naturally. You know how it is in the 1200s. You guys nailed it. Really good first mission, everybody. Yay! Claps all around. Maybe we can have like a uh, like a pool party in a lounge. I'm good at billiards. Yes, let's do that. I, that's probably not the best for Corsair with his open wounds. No, we got to get him patched up first, but that should be pretty minimal. How about we celebrate with some padding on the floor? I think that might be a, a better. Okay, we'll have a padding party. Add some mats down if y'all want. We just like, I mean, it's only like 3 a.m. right now. If you guys aren't tired, we could just go like. Watch a movie? Yes, apparently Theo needs to watch some and catch up. 
Yeah, Theo, you want you got a movie you want? Um, I don't. I don't know. What should I watch? Happy, you seem to know the best, right? Well, I think if we're gonna get you caught up with all these uh, pop references, we need to start with. Do we have Disney Plus here? Oh, we got Disney Plus, Netflix, <laughs> YouTube Theo. Plus. <sighs> There's so much. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna stick around while y'all ride in front of that box. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, for you live in the box. I know, but I (laughs) all on the TikTok doing the doing the what whatever the Snapchat. Exactly. I'm gonna go and record a vlog about all of this and uh, let them watch their movies. Is that is that safe? Did you invent the TikToks? I did not invent the TikToks, but boy, I got in on the first floor. You you can't just talk about werewolves on a TikTok, right? You can't just do that, right? Well, I mean, they won't believe her anyways. No, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't talk about any of this stuff on TikToks. Please, Gwen and Caleb, who we forgot about the entire night. He didn't even go with us. He just stayed behind. He probably did. Yeah, I guess he stayed behind. <laughs> he forgot. He forgot to put his bracelet on in time. We'll end with uh, Pappy and Theodore watching some Disney Plus, Corsair and Gwen hanging out and uh of course it's probably gonna be mostly getting bandaged up because i think he got hurt pretty bad that one hey everybody thank you so much for watching and or listening if you're listening to this podcast episode one and two again if podcast of doom clock hope you all enjoyed it i had an absolute blast i cannot wait for essa to hunt to of Doom Clock. Super excited to uh, try out some different time periods with this group. Don't want to spoil what the next time period is going to be just yet. So we'll uh, we'll get to that here in a couple weeks. But let's go around the table. Joe, what would you like to talk about tonight? Check out uh, thenerdasylum.com. We have a whole bunch of shows and podcasts. And we're raising money for Extra Life, Riley Children's Hospital. It's a good time. And yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited for episode two. I know. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Hey, uh, we'll, and then we'll uh, loop back around to uh, Gwen, a.k.a. Danny. Hi, I am Danny, and you can find me hanging out here at the Majestic Goose Network uh, quite a bit. I think next up is going to be on Tuesday. We're having another episode of That's Pretty Crafty, and uh, DB is not taking part, but I have Dustin, who's going to be hanging out and co-hosting, and we're going to be talking all about Star Wars. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for that. And Dustin is very nervous <laughs> about that. <laughs> He's super, super nervous, but also very excited for it. Uh, it's going to be great. We'll uh, hop up to Corsair, a.k.a. Hollow Invective. Hey, everybody. I'm Hollow Invective. You can find me around here on the Majestic Goose Network uh, doing one shots or doing Doom Clock. Because of some uh, internal incentive, I will be getting back to my own channel streaming very soon. So I guess stay tuned for that. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hollow Invective. You can see that down below. Yeah, if you're if you're watching or listening to this, go to twitch.tv slash hollow invective and go ahead and give them a follow because whatever is coming next is going to be fucking amazing. I can I can guarantee that. And we'll go over to uh Jeremy. I'm sorry, I forgot to fix your Twitter handle it says T Tabletop Jeremy instead of at Tabletop Jeremy. So uh, it is actually at Tabletop Jeremy, not T Tabletop. Hey, I'm Jeremy, and um, you can find me doing all these one shots on the Majestic Use Network. Obviously, you can find me here. You can also find me on Roll for Weird, where I play Shadow. You can find me on Dice Talk, which I do with Jerundu. It's like an interview talk show type podcast where we do we talk about tabletop topics. Uh, that's currently on summer break. It should be back towards the end of July, maybe the first week of August. And you can also find me as the DM of Eclipse. Eclipse is a sci-fi fantasy space D&D adventure. Adam plays with us, and we got a lot of great people on there playing. And that is not on summer break. That is still coming out every other week, so make sure you check out Eclipse. Other than that, just keep tuning into the Majestic Goose Network. You can go to MajesticGoose.com and that website has our merch shop. It's got information about all of our different Twitch streams and podcasts. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Doom Clock podcast feed. So right now we only have the prologue up 
But very soon, within like the next probably four days, we are going to be putting up this with edited and uh, with music and sound effects. We want to hit the ground running with that that podcast stream. So uh, go and hey, thank you so much for subscribing, K Valentine in a uh, for two months. If you've got Apple Podcast or uh, I think I think that's what it's called, subscribe to Doom Clock and give us a five star rating and review. It's going to help us so so much in the early months. The newer the show, the more kind of weight that they add to uh, podcast uh, ratings and reviews. So please do that and also subscribe because whether you're watching this live or on podcast, it's going to be two vastly different experiences. One's going to be very edited. Uh, one's going to be live with us in costume. So both ways are going to be very fun to watch. Um, other than that, uh, my wife just started a video game streaming at that underscore Brittany. Her name is spelled weird. It is B-R-I-T-A-N-Y. I've got a lot of shows, so I can't plug them all. Just go to MajesticGoose.com or join our Discord, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord. Johnny said, Conan time. Johnny, it's probably bedtime for me. I'm very, very intoxicated. So we will see you all soon. Don't know exactly when the next Doom Clock is going to be because Danny is going to be coming down to Ohio with us on the day that the next Doom Clock is supposed to be. Also, Dragon Bait is too, so we don't know quite if we're going to do that live on that night or not. But we will post on uh, Twitter in our Discord when we're going to go live next. So we'll let you all know. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for, for playing. I had a ton of fun. I hope you did too. And uh, we will see you all next time in whatever time period we end up in. Bye, everybody. Hello, everybody. It is your director, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode of Doom Clock. Hope you all are having a good time with this show. I know we all are. Uh, We are super excited for episode two, or the second hunt, I should say, uh, to happen. That's going to be this Friday, July the 9th at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We are going back to the 80s. Uh, There will be plenty of cosplay, so uh, if you're listening to this uh, on the podcast feed and you want to listen to the next episode uh, live and in person and watch the stream, I suggest you do that. You can also catch all the video on demands on YouTube. That is youtube.com slash Majestic Goose. Or Twitch, of course, is twitch.tv slash Majestic Goose Network. Somebody had just twitch.tv slash Majestic Goose, if you could believe that. And if you want some other ways to greatly help out the show, you could leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen to the show's podcast, if you watch the streams and the videos, uh, that still helps us out greatly. And I do suggest to hop around a bit and maybe catch some live streams or video on demands and then listen to some on podcasts because they've got some give and takes. The podcasts are uh, more edited and have some sound effects and music added. But um, at the same time, the Twitch streams have us all in cosplay and you can see all the live action. So that's what we really want about this show is we want every podcast episode to be released before the following Twitch stream so that you can hop right in and uh, catch up live. You could also support us on Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com slash Majestic Goose. And uh, all these links, by the way, are in the show notes below. But uh, from there, you can sign up for a variety of uh, different tiers to support the network, starting as low as $1. And every dollar does help. So if you can only afford a dollar a month, that is seriously a huge, huge help. We love getting new patrons. Uh, They support all of the shows across the entire network. I think we're up to like 12 now. 
And that Patreon is the sole thing keeping us going. So uh, please consider signing up and joining. You also get a lot of really cool bonus content as well. as. And speaking of our patrons, I want to give a big shout out to all of our current patrons. So thank you so much, Chris B., Rachel, a.k.a. Dragmaid, Tiana H., Lawful Stupid Podcast, Robert C., Bradley M., Brittany D., Christian S., Danny T., Jeremy Fair, Loki Strike, Zoltar, Bay Area, Beer Socials, Caster, Farty McFry, Drew Rundu, Hot Ketchup, Jean Lorber, Jim, Mindweave RPG, Mosey, Remus S, and Tanya S. Again, thank you all so much. Can't wait for uh, the next episode. Some other big things happening on the Majestic Goose Network. We have got the campaign two of Halfway to Heroes coming up soon. Dice Talk is going to be ending their break here soon. So go check out both those shows. And of course, make sure to follow and uh, subscribe to us on Twitch if you are not yet. All right. Thank you, everybody. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk. Honk.